Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Subscribe at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. As a subscriber, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. Sound good to you? Go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That's TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch, and get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all! From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a show that just won't stop. True. We've done this four days in a row now. My name is Greg Tupper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live on texasfootball.com, on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitch, on Twitter, on all the places, or you'll listen to the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She is the Duchess of the Dorks. She's Ashley Pickle. Howdy, friends. Um... I think, honestly, it's a little bit, um, I don't know, I'll just say, I think it's irresponsible of you mm-hmm. to um, to just open carry those guns. Dude, every now and then you've got to remind people who the boss is around here, all right? like, you're not even, you know, concealed carry I get. Yeah. Like, you got to bring it with you. Sometimes, sometimes you wake up and you say, I'm making a statement today. Wow. And today is that day. Okay. So thank you for noticing. Mm. I was, you know. It's hard not. And they're to. not guns; they're cannons. Okay, let's hard. address them appropriately. Hard not to notice. Hard, hard not to notice. <laughs> Today is Thursday, April twenty first, twenty twenty two. It's two hundred and eighteen, two hundred seventeen days till Thanksgiving. Happy birthday to who's born on April twenty first, pickle. I don't know. Okay, let's find out together. Happy birthday to um, Queen Elizabeth. That seems notable. Queen Elizabeth is uh, is 96 today. Um, she would have, uh, I believe, so she was young. She's younger than Dave. Yeah. Wow. Man, you want to talk about just something that puts it into perspective? She's younger than Dave. That is like about wild. A, by about a year. year. Yeah, because he would have been 97, been 97 on back in, March. Back on March, 14th. March 14th. Yeah. Anyway, happy birthday, Queenie. Um, that's what they call her, right? Queenie? That's that. Yeah, it's on her business cards. Yeah, exactly. Uh, episode 1,374. On today's show, mis amigos y mis amigas, we are going to talk a little bit about two college football programs in the state of Texas we probably don't talk about enough, but yeah. I think that there's uh, ample excitement around them for both micro reasons and macro reasons. We'll talk about uh, the HBCUs in the state of Texas coming up here in a moment. In the back half of the show, uh, we have another opportunity to get, go on somebody's home turf. We uh, traveled out to Kennedale to check out the outstanding facilities out there at Kennedale High School. Pretty remarkable. Uh, powered by our friends at VCR now. Uh, inside 4A State Chain or 4A Texas High School Bowl facilities there at Kennedale. Powered by VCR now. Uh, coming up here at the back half of the program, we'll show you what Kennedale's got cooking. Do we have first four through the door? We sure do. It was Nick Morton, Rob Hadaway, Aaron Arbuckle, Yeet, and Aaron Flynn. Welcome in, fellas.
fellas. Also, you got a compliment. Hmm? From, From my mother. What? Trish, Trish, what up? Trish said, heart tepper shirt. Everybody, look. She she part of her job now is to assist our uh, the librarian at her elementary school and that's like dream job for her like she loves it she loves books I think libraries are neat yep so anyway you got a compliment from Trish and I felt the need to don't say I never did anything for you <laughs> well you didn't really do anything yeah I told you I could have just let it fly because I don't like complimenting you. I especially you're, don't like my mother. You're not complimenting me. <laughs> Your mom is complimenting me. Shout out, which Trish. Which is somehow better. <laughs> Trish, appreciate you, Miss Lady. Appreciate you. All right. Uh, first, let me tell you a little bit about something we've got cooking. We're going to have more information coming up on it uh, tomorrow and on uh, throughout the course of the next couple of weeks. Uh, we've had an, uh, we've uh, entered into a partnership with Athletes to Athletes at athletestoathletes.com. Um, wherein we are, uh, Athletes to Athletes is an organization uh, that is a college counseling program uh, built specifically for student athletes and their families to help provide a holistic approach uh, to find the college program that is uh, best for them. We had their co-founder and, and CEO, CEO. Mm -hmm. I want to make sure I get his title right, yes. Reed Meyer in our studios the other day. We uh, talked with him, recorded some interviews. He's got a pretty remarkable personal story that led him to, to, to start this organization. Mm -hmm. It's really cool. I hope you'll go to Athletes to Athletes athletes.com it's athletes to athletes.com um to check out uh, what they've uh, um uh, what we've uh, what they've got cooking over there it's really interesting i think that you know he says holistic approach mm -hmm. i think a lot of people get caught up in the recruiting aspect of like oh well that's the biggest offer that i've got mm -hmm. and so i'm gonna go to that place when athlete what athletes to athletes is doing is saying hey you know what let's take everything into consideration what's going to be the best cultural fit for you mm -hmm. what's going to be the best academic fit for you yeah a lot of times you focus on athletes and not student athletes exactly and you, right. then you realize that you're in classes that you don't want to be in in a place you don't want to be in and it's like uh-oh. Right. <laughs> what do I do now? <laughs> exactly right. And so uh, we'll be hearing, you'll be hearing more about our partnership with Athletes to Athletes mm -hmm. uh, over the next couple of days, weeks. Um, Ish spoke with Reed on some college topics, mm -hmm. and that one is actually, I, I believe this afternoon, Mallory, they're putting that out on the new Republic of Football. So nice. check that out. So make sure you check that out. Uh, it's athletestoathletes.com. We hope you'll check that out. Okay, Pickle. Let's talk about something because I'm, we're working hard on the 2022 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Text Football. Textfootball.com slash subscribe. It's where you can get it mailed to you. Yeah. Before his new stands. And I yesterday had the great pleasure of talking for actually the third consecutive year with the head coach at Texas Southern, uh, yeah. Coach Clarence McKinney. And we talked, you know, about his team. We talked about last year was a nice breakout year for them. They had been riding a 16-game losing streak. Mm -hmm. He had not won a game on the field as a head coach. And then our most favorite Corpus Christi boy it came out. It was <laughs> super annoying. And then they finally, they, they won three games last year, went 3-8, and eight, which is just a huge step forward for them to just get out of the mud. And... So we were, we were thrilled for them. And it was I. What, I started off the conversation saying, "I imagine this is going to be a much more pleasant conversation than it's been in the past." <laughs> and it was right. Um, but it got me thinking a little bit about the two historically black colleges and universities, HBCUs, in the state of Texas: mm -hmm. Prairie View A and M uh, and uh, Texas Southern, both down there in the Houston area. Uh, Prairie View A and M in. Prairie View, Prairie View, kind of outside of, of, of mm -hmm. Houston, and then uh, down there in the Third Ward, where you can find Texas Southern. And uh, I think there has been, 
I think it's fair to say that there has been an increased spotlight on HBCUs and HBCU football in in the past couple of years. Mm -hmm. Now, part of that, I think, is a couple of high-profile hires. People have yeah. become intimately involved in uh, in football in in HBCUs. Most notably, Deion Sanders at Jackson State. Mm-hmm. Eddie George is over there at um, uh, Eddie George is now the head coach at Tennessee Tech. Um, as well as uh, you've got another you've got a number of other coaches, including Hugh Jackson, kind of found himself in some. I'm sorry, Tennessee State is where Eddie George is. Hugh Jackson, who found himself in some trouble there at Grambling, uh, but they have got some. Uh, there are big time names that are flocking to HBCUs, and with that, you are also starting to see more high profile prospects mm-hmm. go. To HBCUs. I think the big one that everybody was talking about was actually former former Texas high school football player Shador Sanders, mm-hmm. who is Deion Sanders' kid, was a four, high four-star, I believe, quarterback, and decided to go play for his dad at Jackson State. Mm-hmm. It was a big doings, and he was the SWAC player of the year last year, I think, unsurprisingly. Um, this is a trend that I think we're starting to see in football, that a bigger spotlight is being put on the SWAC, uh, a bigger spotlight is being put on uh, the the, uh, the other organ- the other conferences that play uh, that are comprised of uh, historically black colleges and universities. Because when you get high profile prospects, and I think that they are recruiting better as a whole, you are starting to get uh, better play. You're starting to get more interest, and ultimately, you're starting to get more players into the NFL. That's mm-hmm. I think that with a with a with an organization or with, with with football teams like HBCUs, there has to be a little bit of a trickle down effect. Yes. In the sense that now there have been great players from HBCUs that have gone on to amazing things in um in in the NFL. Jerry Rice, mm-hmm. most notably, right? I mean, they're big time playmakers who came out of HBCUs. But I think the more and more you see HBCUs putting players and big-time players into the NFL, I think that's ultimately going to... That's going to be a bigger selling point for recruiters at the HBCUs and give them an opportunity to go out there and say, hey, you know what? You can come and play here and get a good education mm-hmm. and then go off and play at the NFL. Like, this is not some sort of stop for you. This can be, you know, or this can be a, this isn't a destination. It can be a stop for you. Oh, on the yeah. Way to a bigger career. And just like anything, They're, all it takes is getting the ball rolling and right. then it's going. And and I think they, they needed a little bit of that star power. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I know there are people who have their opinions on Deion Sanders, mm-hmm. but he has brought a lot of attention and a lot of spotlight to the SWAC, yeah. which is where both Prairie View and A&M and Texas Southern. Are, um, are, are located. So here's my question. My question is, is this a rising tide that can raise all the boats, especially in the SWAC, which is the, the conference we care about mm-hmm. here in the state of Texas? I think there is reason to believe that there are going to be, that, that things are getting better for, for all these teams. You know, Prairie View A&M, if you, didn't, if you didn't pay attention, they played Jackson State in the SWAC championship uh, last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and they looked the part. They now they've got. They are obviously up near the top of the SWAC right now. They are bringing back, I think, a pretty darn good defense led by Jason Dumas. They will have a new head coach, Eric Dooley, uh, left to go. Uh, left to go take the job at Southern 
Um, another HBCU, which is actually kind of weird because he played at Grambling. Yeah. And now he's going to play at Southern, which is like one of their very big rivals. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but Eric Dooley left. It's just, have, that's the Sunny Dykes effect of going yeah. from SMU to TCU. <laughs> they have a new head coach and former Miami star, Bubba McDowell, who's taking them over. Um, but he was uh, he played for the Oilers back in 1989. Another kind of star power hire there in, in the HBCUs. And ultimately, it's going to come down to recruiting. It's going mm-hmm. to come down to that. But they have the advantage of being successful. Yeah. And we talked a little bit about, though, about we've talked uh, really over the past week or so about the trickle-down effect of the transfer portal mm-hmm. and the trickle-down effect of recruiting getting a little bit tighter mm-hmm. is that you are going to have players who otherwise would play maybe a level above that are going to start landing there. Well, and the think, big one yeah. was Demetrius Davis, who That's, just landed from Auburn to, to Alabama, Alabama State. State. That was a big a big deal. Mm-hmm. Demetrius Davis, of course, the former Galena Park North Shore star who originally went to Auburn. He announced he was going to the transfer portal. And, you know, we did a headline here on the, on the show talking mm-hmm. about, man, where is, where is he going to land? Boy, you know, could he end up back at Houston? You know, somewhere right. there. You know, we're talking about big time programs. You know, Houston soon to be a power five program there in the Big 12. That was, I think, one that, that everybody had their eye on. He ends up going to Alabama State yep. and playing at an HBCU. There is that trickle effect of there are going to be more quality players available to HBCUs. Mm-hmm. Can they capitalize on it? And so Prairie View A&M, I think, is obviously in a strong position. Mm-hmm. They're a program that I think has been much better the past couple of years than their in-state brethren. And, and they're going to have an opportunity to, to make some noise. Texas Southern, to bring it all the way back to my conversation yesterday with Clarence McKinney, Mm -hmm. Texas Southern, I think there's reason to believe that there is a a tide that is rising as well. Um, Obviously... You got to get out of the mud. You got to yes. get. You got ultimately what what great players want to do is they want to go win. Mm-hmm. Like we can talk about the big time offers and stuff. We talk about what a great what a great guy that you know what a great coach that Nick Saban is. We can talk about what uh, what a great culture, what great facilities they have, and all of that is true. But ultimately, if you're a five star prospect and you're going to Alabama, the reason you're going to Alabama is because you want to win. Absolutely. Like. That doesn't change at any no, level. No, like, from Power Five until junior college, everyone wants to win. And so for Texas Southern to, uh, it feels like a small thing, but to go three and eight last year mm-hmm. and to prove that they're moving forward, I think is big. Now they got polls film. They were bad defense last year, but what you're starting to see here is you are starting to see some guys that are showing up there at these programs mm-hmm. because this is a you know this is a uh, uh, this is an opportunity for them to play. One example is. Derek Tucker, and maybe you missed this, but Derek Tucker, the former former Manville star, um, who was at Texas A&M, is now going to be the starting safety or a starting safety at Texas Southern. Those are the types of talents that they are able to pick up that I think, plain and simple, without the transfer portal, and I would say without the greater spotlight on HBCUs, guys like Derek Tucker I don't think would be available to them. No. At least, at least in any sort of major way, at least in any sort of like, uh, in any sort of volume, mm-hmm. maybe one or two. But now that can become more of a norm. That can be a landing spot for you know what? It didn't work out there at A and M. You know he mm-hmm. was uh, you know as a junior in 2019. He only played in four games. 
transferred to Texas Southern. Okay, we can make some noise. Right. Oh, okay. Well, and I think Texas Southern, big two, we talked about, obviously, Andrew Body being a huge part of that, that recent success well, on the offensive side. It's like they did what they needed to do in finding kind of more yes. of a homegrown talent and saying, look, we can win three games. Now we have a little bit of success. Now let's utilize the transfer portal. Th- it's like they had to grow into that almost. You're spot on. And I think that there's this balance there that they need to strike. It's, mm-hmm. it's not going to be... Texas State, where they are going entirely in the transfer portal. Right. It's not going to be um, A and M. A and M, where they're now they had a couple guys in transfer portal, but they're recruiting a lot of the high schools. Yep. A lot of the high schools. It's not going to be that. It has to be this balance, where on one hand you find these diamonds in the rough like Andrew Potty, mm-hmm. who can come in and make noise. Yep. Go and grab th- a three yes. star. You know, exactly land right. that three find, star. Find one guy, find one or two guys, and then also go out there. And get a couple of transfers that come in and boost your program. Yep. Ultimately, I don't know that there has ever been a brighter moment for HBCUs Mm -hmm. in football. I think that they are on the rise. I think that they're getting a bigger spotlight and people are starting to notice them. Part of that is the star power and the celebrity. Mm -hmm. But also, I think the quality of play is getting better. Yeah. And I think that I think there's going to be a hand a a good number of HBCU players who are drafted Mm -hmm. here in about a week. And that's going to wake some people up, too, and yep. say, maybe I want to go check out what Alabama A&M's got cooking. Mm-hmm. Maybe I want to see what, oh, Eddie George at Texas, uh, or Tennessee Tech, mm-hmm. I'm going to go uh, check out, uh, or Tennessee State, I'm going to go check out what they're doing. Oh, I remember Jackson State. They're there. Yeah. You know, Florida A&M, Grambling and Southern. Well, like and that. as much as a coach like Sanders can bring in the press, a uh, uh, pickup like Demetrius Davis will also do that. Because you know what? Now they have people in the Houston area, younger kids going, ooh, why do I want to go play for this insert team with a quarterback that I don't really know, I haven't really heard of, or I can go play with Demetrius Davis. Do you remember watching the championship game? You know, it's like that also comes. So they've kind of got the coach thing settled. Now when they start getting the players, that trickle-down effect is definitely going to start happening. It's 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 something to keep an eye on. And and I think that, that you know, I asked – I won't give it away, but I hope you'll pick Buy up the magazine. 2022 <laughs> Summer of Dave Campbell Text Football. But I asked Clarence McKinney, do you feel like – this is an opportunity for HBCUs to take a step forward. He had a very good response. Good. 2022 Pick Summer Edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, which you can get if you go to texasfootball.com slash subscribe. That's where our subscription package. Two magazines and a year's worth of exclusive online content at texasfootball.com slash subscribe. Get the 2022 Summer Edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football mailed directly to you before it hits newsstands if you go to texasfootball.com slash subscribe. We've got some uh, Prairie View A&M folks in the comments today, too. They're Let's pumped. Go. Let's go. Let's they go. should be. Let's, they should be. I think they made a great hire. Mm-hmm. I, I like. You never want, want to lose your coach. And Eric Dooley did great things right. at Prairie View And I'm not here to crap on him. But I think they made a great hire in Bubba McDowell. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they're going anywhere. No. I think they're. I think they're a program that's 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 here to stay. And you want to talk about there there is there are going to be prospects that the more and more they recognize that HBCUs are an option for them, a viable mm-hmm. option, they're going to say. Want to go play Prairie View and be oh, a yeah. star and win at a high level? Yep. And play in a SWAC championship game. Mm-hmm. That's very that's very valuable. So anyway, textball.com slash subscribe. Pickle. Last week we had a great opportunity to go visit Kennedale, Kennedale, Texas, uh, and Coach Richard Barrett gave us a tour of his facilities there. We call it it's a series we call Home Turf, powered by our friends at VCR Now. Let's take a look at what Kennedale's got cooking here on Texas Football Today. My name is Richard Barrett from Kennedale High School, Athletic Director, Head Coach, and this is our house. 
my, my two boys gave me that for Christmas several years ago. My oldest son used to be a professional strong man, and so started watching him paint, and it's like, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get one of I'm those. I'm gonna get one of those, yeah. A banner down here, Ashley, that we, that we talk about all the time about what, what, what it is to be a, a Kennedale Wildcat and um, Kennedale football. Uh, we're trained, we, they're trained to perform and condition to win. Hard work, hard work, hard work. It's where we think that uh, games, a lot of games are won and lost, uh, is the fourth quarter. Uh, if we can make a difference here in the weight room, uh, make a difference there in the indoor with our conditioning, uh, we certainly think that uh, we'll have a, have a good chance of winning when the going gets tough in the fourth quarter. This is one of the things that we really uh, wanted. Once we get our kids in the building, if inclement weather comes, we never have to get outside. We can go from the locker rooms uh, to the weight room to practice here in the indoor. Our indoors 70 yards by 70 yards. This is where they come and get rehab treatment. Uh, he's here at 6:45 in the morning. He's giving treatment here, and Shannon does the same thing down at the other uh, the other facility. So um, feel good about our kids and the treatments they get. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty nice. We uh, it's uh, it's used for a lot of different things. Actually, we have trainings in here. They have school board meetings in here, but. Uh, on the weekends during football, we use it for our uh, meetings, breaking down video, um, doing those kinds of things that uh, are necessary to help us help us win a game or two. Of course, we take everything, obviously everything down, Ashley, uh, after the season's over, all our banners, our stuff, and we kind of clear, clear it out and make it uh, uh, just the bare bones in here, shorts and tees and shoes and those types of things, um, but uh, we've dressed it up pretty nice during the season. Hopefully some motivational type things here that uh, we can uh, refer to and call on, uh, talk about, and uh, hopefully it does provide a little motivation, a sense of pride. We have our all-state plaques on the wall, state of Texas. Anyone's received all state honors and they have their name and the year and the position they played on the state of Texas plaque. The washroom. Ashley, I've always been told you can tell who's in charge by who does the laundry. If that if that's the case, I know who's in charge. <laughs> So we got this track down about in July uh, of 21. A new turf on the field, but you can see the pattern we have here, the dark green and then the uh, lighter green makes it, you know, the contrasting makes it look really nice, really stands out. Completed in uh, July. Yeah, not in, not in a year old. There it is, home turf.
the Canada Wildcats, presented by our friends at VCR Now. Thanks to VCR Now uh, for sponsoring our home turf segment. If you would like to see your favorite team, or if you have a, a recommendation, it doesn't have to be your favorite team, right? Yeah. <laughs> You'll do some recon on another team. Um, do you uh, let us know? Uh, what you think, uh, where you think we should go next. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a series, of course, presented by our friends at VCR. Now, we want to go all over the state and check out awesome facilities. Uh, like I said, when we aired the first one with Franklin, uh, the whole genesis of this was we always hear from people, man, Texas high school football is nuts, and we want this to be a resounding answer of... Yes, mm-hmm. we know, and we're proud of it. We're proud of it. <laughs> so we want to show off a facility. If you've got an idea of where we should go next, uh, let us know. Um, and real fast too, you'll hear you'll hear in there that Coach Barrett says, Ashley, I, I always know, I've always been told that whoever you know who's in charge by who does the laundry, they're kind of laughing, you know, and and the uh, Coach Barrett's like communications assistant was with us, and she goes, No, he's he's being serious. He does all the laundry for the yeah, team. The look. head coach does all the laundry for the team, and he said it's because he was always told, you, you're going to know who's in charge by who does the laundry, and so he legitimately does it by himself. Such an unbelievable human. He's awesome. He, no, Coach Barrett's great people. Um, he's always been a good friend of Dave Campbell's Texas football um, and, and a, a legend in his own right. He's taken Kennedy to, to, to heights kind of previously. I've seen the – but that's – you know, it's, it's kind of funny that you mention that because I think you – I think people think of Texas high school football coaches as like these kind of monoliths. And, and there are certainly some who are like, I'm the CEO and mm-hmm. my job is to be the head football coach and to call the plays and stuff yep. like that. Some of them don't even want to call the plays. They're right. like, my job is to make sure that this sh- I ship call, sails I call smoothly. Time, I call exactly. timeouts, basically. Exactly. Um, and there are certainly some of those. But then there's also, I would say, an equal amount of them mm-hmm. who are like, I want to mow the lawn. Yep. I like the grass cut a certain way, so I'm going to get out there and do it myself. Yes. And yeah, the exactly. laundry. It's like, I don't know. I don't know if it's a stress relieving thing or whatever, but he was like, nope, I'm going to put in my time and effort and do that. And I just thought that was too cool. Yes. Very, very cool. He's good people. He's very down to earth. So mm-hmm. we appreciate him letting us crash his party there in um, in, in Kennedale. So thanks for our friends at VCR Now. Home Turf. That's up on our YouTube page as well. If you go check that out, which go subscribe to that. Go, yes. go to the YouTube page. Go do it now. <laughs> Let's go over to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment. Final thoughts. Um, real fast, Step just got in the comments and said that Coach Barrett also drove the school bus to the state championship Not game. <laughs> to the state championship game. Um, the only other On final brand. thought here, someone had put in the comments, um, Ashley for Bachelorette. If anyone nominates me for the Bachelorette and I get a call, I will not go to the interview. This is not happening. What does this have to do with? I don't know where it came from. Uh, it was during the pre-show, but I just be, wanted you, to clarify. Do you be on The Bachelorette? Do, absolutely not. Wait, 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 well, I would wait, be wait. on The Bachelor, technically. Well, no. No, no, no. Because The Bachelorette, you would be the one yeah. that everyone's chasing. Yes. Don't you want would... that either. Oh, okay. Um, but especially don't want to be one of the 30 women chasing one dude. No that desire. Seems desperate. Does not seem fun. They also, like, I don't, I didn't watch, like, the last couple seasons, but, yeah, like, during yeah. COVID times and stuff, like, the the appeal they used to go on it was getting to do all the traveling. Like, that mm-hmm. would be awesome. Um, they don't do that anymore. Like, you're stuck in a house with 30 women all the time. I can't think of my personal hell more than being stuck in a house with 30 women. Yeah, it is. <laughs> like, it is one of the reasons you work here. I work with all dudes for a reason. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nightmares. That would be awful. That would be so awful. <laughs> anyway, don't nominate me, please. 
if you do, I'm not going. It's spelled Ashley, A-S-H-L-E-Y. Pickle, P-I-C-K-L-E. It's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please meet your player of the year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today. Thank you.